Welcome back to It's Debatable Podcast with Doug and Shram. Welcome to It's Debatable, the show where we debate anything and everything just for the sake of arguing. My name's Doug, and as always, I'm debating my friend, my pal. He's the B. Arthur to my Rue McClanahan. Steven Shram. Shram, how are you? Confused. You never watched the Golden Girls? I, I have, but I thought you were going to say like B. Arthur to Betty White. I, I don't know who Rue McClanahan is. Dude, she was the sassy one. The, 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 she's on the skateboard. Blanche. Right? Blanche is the name. Oh, dude, she was the best. Impressed you know that. Come on. All right, I have a quick question before we get into this debate. What retro snack when you were a kid? Dunkaroos. Oh, nice. Okay, great. All right, and then we go to our producer engineer, Jeffrey Scott William Paul in the third. Jeff, what's your favorite snack for a New York kid? Gushers. Gushers. Ooh, okay. And our judge for today's debate, Chris Kelly, who could be a secret agent. We don't know, but he's here to help us out. All right. How you, How you doing, doing, man? Doing good, doing good. Thanks, thanks for bringing me back, guys. What is your retro snack? Oh man, you ready for this? Yeah. All right. Fruit roll up. Fruit roll up. Those Wait, are good. Don't they still make those? Yeah, but it's still retro. They it's still, still make Dunkaroos. They still no, make, they don't. Uh, did, they don't. They don't. No, but it's all the same fruit roll ups. They just made them in 1990. They, they never make, had to make anymore. So they yeah. still make. You didn't say like eliminated though. Like so, gushers are still around. Are they? Yeah. So I'm going to say, you know, it should be a snack, but I'm going to break the rules because I asked the question. Ecto Cooler. Oh, man. God, that was the best. I remember yeah, having was. an alcoholic drink at a bar one time that was Ecto Cooler. It was great. Oh, my God. Well, anyway, what do you got for us today? All right. We, we, got, a, we, we got a good one. We're talking about jobs today. More specifically, we're talking about what is the worst, worst job of these selections here. Roadie. Versus a bathroom attendant. Oof. Yeah. It's definitely a bathroom attendant. And I'm sorry, I don't want to be obvious here, but it's because you don't, like, deal in shit and piss and all that other stuff. I mean, who the hell wants to do that? What's the worst thing that happens to you as a roadie? Like, oh, I dropped an amp on my foot. Like, maybe, maybe break a toe. Like, everyone breaks a toe every now and then. It's not even that big of a deal. Bathroom attendant is, you know, first and foremost, you got to, like, possibly, if you're not on the shit and piss duty, you're handing out freaking, like, cologne or, like, hand wipes to assholes that just touch their dicks and, like, be, like, trying to be like, oh, you know, have a good night, sir. Like, imagine being as polite as possible to somebody who just had explosive Taco Bell diarrhea in the bathroom. Like, it's tough to do. Um, I wouldn't want it. I don't think anybody on the planet would want it. I would much rather be a roadie than a bathroom attendant. A roadie. Might as well call yourself a gopher. Hey, go for this. Go for that. You do, you're do. you doing whatever you have to do. Axel Rose, he actually had two of his killed because they didn't listen to him. He was like, hey, I want very specific. I want only green M&Ms, and you better get that for me. The guy, there was one brown one in there. He offed him. Bathroom attendant, you're helping people out. So you're working at a nice restaurant. Maybe somebody's nervous on their job interview. The guy's looking in the mirror. He's like, oh, my God, I don't know if I could do that. You could be that magical bathroom attendant, you know, like in a movie. You can be the hero of the story and come up behind and say, hey, kid, you're going to get the gig. You're going to get this job. And lo and behold, that kid's the manager at McDonald's. So he could be helping out in a situation you have the opportunity. Rony, you're basically just a bitch. You're doing whatever they say. You get no glory. You're like, hey, I have an idea for a song. He's like, yeah, cool. Yeah, write it down. I'm going to throw it in the trash. 
Wow. And you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to springboard off just, just what you're saying there, Doug. So let's talk about the quality of people that you have to deal with. What types of people are you dealing with as, as a roadie versus as a bathroom attendant? And who would you rather deal with the, as far as those types of people are? Well, people that you know, work at restaurants... Nice restaurants only have bathroom attendants. You're not going to a crappy place and they're, you know, they have bathroom attendants. So you're going to restaurants that are people are pretty affluent. They have money. You know, they're they're nice. They're kind. You talk to them, you're helping them out. Dude, with with roadies, dude, just think of the people you met. There's some pretty dirtbag bands. You ever see some of those behind the musics? They're trashing hotel rooms. What if you're like, hey man, I've been carrying your equipment all day. I just want to sleep. And they're like, Yeah, man, we trash a room. And that's it, dude. Who was that? Who was that? Paul McCartney? No, it wasn't Paul. You were channeling somebody there. Yeah, I was just curious. That was Ringo. <laughs> oh, gotcha. <laughs> My mistake. It's okay. Steve? So the type of people that you deal with kind of, here's the cool thing about being a roadie. Like, you decide who you want to be a roadie for, what job you want to chase. Like, you could be a roadie for Guns N' Roses if you love that music, or you'd be like, you know what, I want to carry around the Jonas Brothers guitar. Like, and you're going to deal with the type of people that, you know, affiliate with that band. One of the cool things is you get to pick the music you want to be around and the people that you want to be around. If you're a bathroom attendant, that means you're working in a stationary place that has concerts all the time. So let's say that you're working at a, you know, club and the temptations roll through there's only like one of those alive and most people that want to see the temptations are you know 60 70 years old now you're the bathroom attendant for a whole crowd that is 60 70 years old old man comes in to take a dump and he can't get off the toilet whose job is it to get him off the toilet it's you it's your job to help this person out um when you're the roadie you're not dealing with that and also you're around the people that you want to be around so it could really up to you you know what you're asking what type of people you want to be around so you're saving an old man okay so shram saying it's a horrible thing to have the opportunity to save an old man's life helping him get off the toilet but it's better to get vince neal's head out of the toilet after he did a ton of heroin that, that's what we're talking about I, I, and shram's talking about he has the opportunity to choose where you want to work it's not like that you don't just say like hey i want to work for guns and roses i want to work for slayer yeah, no, you might have to start working with you know jefferson airplane so these, so you're saying the bathroom attendant's a, a first responder? No, I didn't say he was. No, but, no, no, but the, <laughs> the only person's going to help, like if somebody's on the toilet, right? And they're having an issue, and it's a health issue. It's a first responder. It's not a bathroom. No, I, I didn't say it was a health issue. That's not what I said. I said that the guy can't stand up. You're going to feel a moral obligation to help a person stand up. Like I didn't say he had a heart attack or a stroke or anything like that. Nobody could do. The dude, the dude can't stand up, and he's like, "Help! I can't get up." You're not a bad person. You're not a shithead. So you're going to feel a moral obligation to help this guy stand up. But you're also going to go, fuck, I wish I was a roadie so I don't have to do this shit. So I don't have to wipe his ass, right? Is that he's wiping his ass too? No, that's not what I said. No, but the, so then you're going to call a first responder. Oof. All right. Let's talk about uh, compensation. Jeff, can you, can you look up the, uh, what these guys make on a yearly? And then can you guys speak to this? Like, oh, what, what's yeah, the better abso- absolutely. I sure can. Oh, well, you get benefits. Uh-huh. You know. Being a, being a bathroom attendant. As a roadie, you're working, you get crappy per diem. You're getting like five bucks a day for meals, which is, what are you going to do? What are you going to eat? Ramen? You're going to live on ramen. And there's no health insurance. And the pay's not that good. And you're working all hours of the day. You're always on beck and call. You might as well change roadie into butler. One of the best benefits about being a roadie is you get to see the country and possibly even the world. As 
as a bathroom attendant, you get to see the same mirror, the same three stalls, and the same two urinals. Like, that, that's no way. Like, come on. How boring does that get? Compensation, you know? If you're a roadie for Metallica, they pay their roadies well. And actually, they give out a 401k plan for their roadies. Not a lot of people know about that. And they match up to 6%. Which is, yeah, it's big time. So not only are you setting up for your future, you're getting to see the country while you do it. All right. So on on the same vein, let's talk perks and kickbacks, right? So what are these guys getting aside from the paycheck, aside from the 401k and the healthcare? What else? What other perks come with these jobs? What what really does it for them? Groupies. Groupies want to sleep with the band. How do you get to the band? Through the roadie. So let's flash back. You know, let's all be in our early 20s before everyone's settled down and married and all that other good stuff. You're a roadie for, you know, Motley Crue, which is, you know, they just made a movie. It's coming out on Netflix because they're one of the craziest bands on the freaking planet. And you're a roadie for them and somebody walks up to you and she goes, I want to bang Tommy Lee. You're like, cool. Got to go through me. And they want that so bad. You're like, all right, whatever. And it's not like you're even getting sloppy seconds. You're getting sloppy first before you pass them off to the drummer and Motley Crue. But they are sloppy first. That sounds so creepy, Jeff. Doesn't that kind of remind you from that Scott Baio show? Scott Baio's creepy friend that said you had to go through me first. So these women don't even want to sleep with you. So you're only getting like pity pussy. Come on. And bathroom attendant, yeah, you get all the glory. All the glory in helping people out. Like I said, the situations before, maybe somebody's on their first date. They're a little nervous. You can help those people. You know, maybe have a great future with the person that they're on that first date with. They're really nervous. Maybe bathroom attendant, again, passes along. He's like an old sage. Passes along wise wisdom. That's why, exactly. You know, now that you say that old sage, it's usually the retired, right? And they usually make about 24000 to 30000 Because they don't top. need the okay. they don't need Because the they don't need it. But the roadie is making 50k at least 50k maybe more a year who needs money it's all about happiness money can't thank buy you for happiness. delivering that information chris asked for it and you delivered thank you jeff you're welcome all right can you guys give me some examples of both famous roadies and famous bathroom attendants yeah, there's a guy named uh, Michael Jankowski that was a roadie for Motley Crue, you know, to bring them up again, but they got a lot of stories. Um, this guy not only gets credit, like, remember when you used to open an album and it'd be like special thanks to, there used to be like a little cover art in there. I mean, that's kind of lost these days. But every Motley Crue album that ever came out was, you know, thank to him. Um, he was the one that was around all the parties encouraging these guys to go as crazy as they possibly could. He's got the best stories. He's seen Europe, Japan, Africa, United States, Canada, if you want to go there. <laughs> but... <laughs> This guy is famous to the point where every other band wanted a hold of him. He ended up making almost 200K a year because of how famous he got for how good of a job he did. Wow. For the record, uh, Africa is a continent. Shram called it a country. Just want to make sure we're on that. I just want to make sure our, our listeners are getting education at the same time. There's a lot of famous, but think about these roadies that he's talking about. They're like the, the devil on the shoulder. They're like, yeah, do bad things, do bad things. So then you have to live with that for the rest of your life. You're like, oh, my God. I told Vince Neil to throw that microwave at that nice boy at the pool. And it, 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 you have to live with that. I'm going to name you two of the top bathroom attendants from 2012, okay? I'm ready. Herb Swindell. He, mm-hmm. on his own, he saved seven men having heart attacks in the bathroom he helped 10 couples start their first date, and he's making sure everybody's having the mints and the gum and the cologne that they need to make sure they have a great rest of their evening. Number two, Sally Simpson. Sally Simpson, before she retired, was a doctor. She delivered 17 babies as well. 
Wow. So these people help out at the same token. So people maybe look down. Maybe a person like Shram looks down at the bathroom attendant. I look up because they're there to help me. Wow. They do, I just have a question. Like, so there are are there these requirements to where these people medically need to be inclined to a certain level, or do you know is that just a blessing when they these people are just f- floated into this position and they just happen to be happen to be medically inclined? It's a blessing always. Whenever you're out, so it's not a requirement. It's not, but you know, I. No, it's I, good to I get licensed. No, Even if you're not a bathroom attendant, you should be. You know, CPR training I'm, it can help. I'm save baffled life. by it, but it's a. It's truly a. It's a blessing. It's, You've been going to church lately. You used the word blessing four times. I well, hey, you know. What is this, Medea's debate? You're talking show? about saving lives. If there's <laughs> if you're talking about saving <laughs> lives, it's a blessing, right? Okay. I I I, th- I think I got a, a a good a good question for you here, guys. Now, who would be the better wingman, a roadie or a bathroom attendant? You're rolling up to the bar. You're trying to see what's going on, you know, just scout the crowd. And who do you want at your side? Who's your wingman? Oh, dude, you want a bathroom attendant. You want the bathroom attendant right by you. You know why? He's going to know all the little things that you need to. He's seen over a million people on their first dates. He knows the do's, the don'ts, the pickup lines that work and don't. Because when the people go in the bathroom, they're sitting there holding their dick in their hand, peeing. And they're like, oh, my God, why did I say when you when you fell from heaven, it, it hurt. Oh man, why did I say that? These bad pickup lines. So he knows the ones that work, the ones that don't. He knows the smells that work, the w- smells that don't. So it's gonna, he's gonna be there to help you out. And I guarantee you, hang out a bathroom attendant, you're getting laid. Wow, Steve. The best wing, the best wingman makes it as easy as possible on you. You know, like that's why he's the wingman. Like you don't have to do a lot of work. Like dude, you fucking laid me up last night, and I slam dunked that shit, and thank you. Like, you want to make it as easy as possible. So how do you make that easy as possible? Hey, what are you doing tonight? I don't know. Pull top party. Vegas. Actually, requirement, every girl has to be topless. You want to come? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I do want to come. That, that sounds like a really enjoyable time for me. You show up there, and they know he's the roadie for, you know, whatever famous band that it may be. And you're in like Flynn. So the roadie is going to be the guy that helps you, the guy that the only way that he gets pussy is what he says. His only line that works to get girls is when there's a famous person standing behind him. So how is he going to be the guy that gets his his buddy, his random Joe that's not famous, pussy? Listen, I'm sorry. I'm not saying everybody, but you know, let's say eight times out of ten, what other line do you need? That's a good point. He said that... Wait, what? He, what said, he, said, he said that the bathroom attendants heard a thousand lines before. A million. Trial and error. Trial and error. Eight out of ten, you just need the one. The one line that the roadie has. Wow. And again, it's about be- making it easier on you. Wow. All right. So we, we, we've looked really hard at where these guys are, right? Now let's look where they're going. Where do you go from being a roadie? Where do you go from being a bathroom attendant? What's the next step? Engineering, architecture, designing bathrooms. So you're at wow. the ground floor. You know, you're at the ground floor, and then you're designing the ground floor. So you know bathrooms inside and out because you've seen them all. You've seen the stalls. You might even be a toilet developer. You might be somebody that comes up with a toilet like, oh, my God, this revolutionizes shitting. Sounds kind of like a shitty job to me, Doug. Chris, the sky is the limit. You ever heard of Slash? Oh, yeah. He was a roadie. Wow. Yeah. James Hadfield? Yeah. Roadie. 
All these guys were roadies, and the sky is the limit. Jeff, so can you where, check that for where, me? Where do you go from there? When Slash was like 13, 14 years old, he used to help out in clubs and help bands carry in their equipment. And all of a sudden, you surrounded yourself with some of the greatest musical talent on the planet. And then what does that turn you into? It gives you the motivation to do the exact same thing. Yeah, it might be great to design a bathroom. You know, like, you see that? I put that bidet. Yeah, I did that. I put that bidet on that toilet. I did that. Or you'd be like, I wrote one. I wrote Enter Sandman. I did Sweet Child of Mine. You want to start as a roadie, it's got a bigger future. I, I appreciate you uh, making more people aware of bidet health and safety. That's, that's uh, but, a good but look, here's Steve. Here's the thing. James Huffield was never, <laughs> never, ever. Sorry. And he talks about the money and like Metallica won great song, but Hans Fetka, he was the number one bathroom designer in Sweden last year. Yeah. He pulled in $1.1 billion. Wow. So there's a, there's, a, there's a business here. Everybody's got a shit. Not everybody has to listen to Metallica 1. Wow. All right. I think you guys, think you guys have put out some good, uh, some good points here. I want to hear closing arguments. Chris, put yourself in this scenario. Honestly, put yourself there. What did you do Friday? I went to the Plaza Hotel in New York. Partied with the best of them. All sorts of crazy A-list celebrities were there. Had a great time, got laid, drank beer, actually got a private acoustic set from one of my favorite bands because they got hammered. They said, let's all just perform in the hotel. I mean, unbelievable stuff. Put yourself as a bathroom tenant. What'd you do Friday night? Well, I spritzed this guy in the neck that uh, needed a little you know, aftershave, and he told me he was upset because his stock went down 10 points, and he was really hoping to impress the pretty lady outside because you know things haven't been going so well for him. He's actually going through a divorce. <sighs> I am bored. I'm bored listening to that. You don't want to be somebody like that. You got a better future, better benefits, travel, see the world, see the country. Be, do it all. Do it all. One job provides provides you the platform to do it all, and one job provides you the platform to sit in the equivalent of a jail cell that stinks like Taco Bell diarrhea. Be the roadie. Doug? So Shran thinks it's really boring to hear stock tips. So you're thinking, oh, man, it's so much fun clubbing, and you're, you're partying like crazy, Plaza Hotel, and then what? You're hungover. They don't even know your name. You're just hanging out in the corner as the roadie. They're like, hey, Billy, Billy, go get another sixer. It's like, that's not my name. You guys don't even know my name. My name's Carl. And then it's just a really awkward situation. Because you're, you're doing this. You're, you're the gopher. You're doing whatever they want. And they don't even respect you by calling you by your name. They call you names behind your back. Bathroom attendant, it's not boring here. Stock tips. You're working on Wall Street in one of those bathrooms. They're like, oh, my God, the stock's going to skyrocket in a week. It's nothing right now. You put some money in that. It's not illegal to hear that. You're going to be making bank. And when it comes to having a wingman that's a bathroom attendant, I guarantee he'll get you more ass than a toilet seat. <laughs> all right. All right. This, this, was, this was a good debate, guys. Doug, I appreciated all the, all, all the good points you brought up here. You know, I really feel like you're painting this picture of a bathroom attendant who's like a man of the people, who's, who's out there, he's talking to people, he's seen it all. You know, Maybe he's the grizzled guy who just... He's got the advice for whatever situation you bring up, you know? He's meeting people. He's talking to them. He's helping them out. He's a wingman. Steve, on the flip side, you're talking about the roadie, the party lifestyle. You know, the guy who's seen it all, who's been everywhere, who's done everything, you know? He's 
got a possibility. He's got career advancement. So where do you go? Where's so where's where's the worst place to be? At the end of the day, I don't want to be in that bathroom, man. I want to be looking out for No, you stage. do not. Rody wins. It's the only time ever in this world that a Rody won something. <laughs> you got to give him something, Doug. Jesus. All right. Shram, how do you feel? Incredible. I just hope all of our listeners did learn that there is a future in bathrooms. <laughs> Engineering, designing bidets, you can do whatever you want. Hans Svetka. That's a quote that he said in, in Toilet Magazine. Well, thanks for listening. Don't forget to review, rate, and share our podcast. Follow us on Twitter at We Like the Debate, on Instagram at It's Debatable Pod, and our new website, It's Debatable Good night.